Welcome to the Turkey Hunter Podcast with me, your host, Andy Galliano. In this podcast, I share with turkey hunters just like you how to have more turkeys on your hunting property and how to have more successful turkey hunts. I teach you how to do this with tips and interviews with turkey hunting pros, wildlife management tips, and entertaining turkey hunting stories. Tune in weekly as I share proven and simple strategies to help you have more success this turkey season. Make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe to receive free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews. Also, please visit and like my Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook and search I Am Turkey Hunting. And also feel free to post your turkey hunting photos from this past season and let us know where and when you killed your bird. For all of you Twitter users out there, please follow me on Twitter where my handle is at turkeyhitman, and I will be sure to follow you back. And now, for this week's show. Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. You are listening to episode number 199, the Alps Outdoors Long Spur Turkey Vest Review. And I am your host and the guy who did it. I bit the bullet and I bought a turkey vest. I've been needing one for quite a while now. And I'll tell you a little bit more about that here in just a minute. But right now, we are 212 days, 9 hours, 40 minutes and 41 seconds away from opening day of spring turkey season in Alabama. So after 16 years, I broke down and bought a new turkey hunting vest. Actually, I should say, after one year, I broke down and bought another new turkey hunting vest. So if that confuses you, let me explain a little bit. Last summer, I bought the Alps Outdoors Grand Slam Turkey Vest because I was in dire need for a new turkey vest. As my current vest was about 15 years old at the time, it had served me well, it had seen a lot of turkeys flop, and it's seen its share of turkeys fly or run off as well. The vest at that time had been to 24 different states, some of them multiple times. It had been to Mexico, and it had toted a lot of dead turkeys out of the woods. It was and still is a lot like me. Old, faded, ripped, patched, muddy, dirty, bloody, (laughs) and in need of retirement. (laughs) So I bought the Grand Slam vest last year because I like the kickstand frame on that vest. I like that concept a lot. A kickstand comes in handy many times during the season when you just can't find a tree big enough or sometimes any tree to sit against. The Grand Slam vest has a lot of great reviews and I bought it on sale from Midway USA and got free shipping. So for me that was a win-win-win. However, when the Grand Slam vest arrived, I unboxed it and immediately noticed the almost seven pound weight of the vest. I tried it on and I found the vest to be very comfortable. I love the kickstand frame and I actually sat on the floor in my living room wearing the vest and watching TV for a couple of nights just leaned back on 
the kickstand frame in that vest. I really do like the vest, but I can't get past the heavy weight of it. As much as I walk during a turkey season, two, three, four pounds of additional weight is very tiring and it wears on me a lot. I went back and forth as to whether I was going to return the vest or not. I ended up not returning the vest. In fact, the vest is still sitting on the floor in my hunting closet with all the tags on it. I have never even taken it out of the house. You guys already know that I enjoy running and gunning. And yes, you already guessed I'm using air quotes because I don't run a whole lot. And I actually move pretty slowly and pretty methodically through the woods, even during turkey season. But there's no better way to explain what I do the way that I like to hunt than run and gun. Since I like to chase and scare off as many turkeys as I can each season by running and gunning, I am looking to lighten my load, not weigh or slow myself down. Having a seven pound vest, seven pounds with no gear in it, then adding five pounds of gear to it and throwing an eight or nine pound shotgun over my shoulder was not going to make me more mobile. 12 to 15 pounds of additional weight was just going to slow me down and tire me out, and I can't have that. Now, if I was a blind hunter or a very patient hunter, the Grand Slam vest would likely be the perfect turkey vest for me, but I'm not, and because I am not, the Grand Slam is not for me. Hey, it's sitting in my closet. If you're interested in buying the Alps Outdoors Grand Slam turkey vest with a kickstand, new with the tags on it, send me an email, andy at iamturkeyhunting.com, and include your price in there that you want to pay. Who knows, I may just sell it to you, and you may just get a heck of a deal on it. So the heavyweight vest, being the Grand Slam vest, sat on the floor of my closet while I took my old hunting buddy out for another season and to see more of this beautiful country that we live in. Weekend number two, trip number one, turkey number one of the 2018 turkey season. My old buddy suffered an injury. The game bag on the back of my vest nearly ripped completely off the vest while I was carrying my Georgia turkey out of the woods. I hunted several more weeks with it torn and finally sewed it in hopes that the vest would last me through the season. And it did. But I knew my old buddy was not going to make it through another turkey season. There's no way that vest is going to make it through 2019. So my search for the perfect turkey vest began. My list of wants in this turkey vest are many. It must be lightweight, comfortable, rugged, or well-made because I've seen too many of my hunting buddies buy new vests that literally have come apart at the seams during the first turkey season that they've worn it. The perfect vest needs to have separate padded pot call pockets or pouches. It needs to have a separate box call pocket. It needs to have a cushion that is not held in place with magnets. And for you guys who have a vest with a cushion on it that is held in place by magnets, then you know why I don't want it. The vest needs to have enough pockets 
to keep my gear separated and it needs to be quiet with non-reflective fabric. And of course some waterproofing of that fabric would be great as well, but not a deal killer. And of course the vest needs to be good looking and stylish. You know, I'm still not convinced that the turkeys in Alabama this year shied away from me because I was not appropriately dressed for the occasion. I pretty well had made my mind up that I was going to wait until the 2019 NWTF Convention and Sports Show to try on and test a bunch of different turkey vests and buy one at the show. I didn't want to buy a vest without first trying it on. So buying a vest online during the off season was not very likely to happen. Now during turkey season, I asked several people that I hunted with what kind of vest they had and if they liked it. One weekend while hunting with my friend Land in Mississippi, I noticed that he had on a turkey vest that I had seen before but never seen up close and personal. It is very different looking. It looked more like a backpack with pouches on the front shoulder straps than it did a vest. I asked him how he liked it and he said that he loved the vest. And he also told me a few things that he liked best about the vest. So I stored that information away in my feeble old mind and when I got back home from hunting in Mississippi, I looked the vest up online that Land had and loved so much and I read the reviews. The Long Spur Vest System by Alps Outdoors had several good reviews on Amazon. So I put it in my cart, actually my wife's cart, because I use her Amazon Prime account to take advantage of the free two-day shipping that they offer. I did not purchase the vest that day because it was not in my plan to purchase it. I was going to wait until the 2019 NWTF convention, but I placed the vest in there so that I'd be able to keep track of it. In fact, I had put a few vests in the cart so that I could keep track of them and know what to go and look for specifically at the sports show in February. I went on through the turkey season and got a few more recommendations of vests from other people. And then one day, after season ended, my wife and I were working from home. We share an office in the house on the days that we work there. And she said, hey, one of those turkey vests that you have in the cart on Amazon is for sale for $38. Well, well, of course that raised an eyebrow. And my plan to wait until February to try on vests changed at that point in time. Because for 38 bucks, any of those vests that I had picked out and put in my cart I was willing to buy and take a chance on instead of spending double or triple that amount on the same vest in February after having tried it on. After all, if I buy it and I don't like it, I can send it back or I can sell it to somebody or give it to somebody. So I changed my plan. I no longer was going to wait until February and I bought the vest. A couple of days later, the vest arrived and I opened the box and tried it on. And right away, I knew I was gonna like the fact that there was minimal fabric that went into making this vest. There are way more days when I'm sweating than days when I'm freezing when I'm turkey hunting. I don't need or want a vest that's basically like wearing a jacket because I'm wearing an extra layer of fabric. So I tried the vest on empty 
of course. And I wore it around the house for three or four nights in a row because why wouldn't I? And the vest is pretty comfortable when it's empty. And my only issue with comfort was that a pouch, and it's the only one that is not removable, by the way, but a pouch on the back of the vest was riding up my back and pressing onto the back of my neck while I was sitting in the vest. That pouch holds the removable game bag that is to be used to carry out your turkeys from the field or to carry your decoys in and out of the field. Oddly enough, that didn't bother me enough to return the vest to Amazon. And the reason that's odd is because I am very OCD when it comes to clothing and comfort. If you were to go through my closet right now, you would see that very few shirts in my closet still have the tag in them. You know, the scratchy, itchy little tag right there at the top of the shirt where the neck hole is in the shirt, the one that always rubs on the back of your neck and irritates you, it drives me insane. So I cut most of them out. I wouldn't wear a sweater or double layers of clothing for years because it would drive me crazy to have the under layer of my clothing folded underneath the top layer of my clothing. So the excess fabric, if it ever folded over, <laughs> On my undershirt or the shirt I was wearing underneath the sweater, it would drive me crazy. I could not stand it. I'm not as bad about that now, but one of my little OCD things I have going on. So after wearing the vest around for a few days, back in the closet the vest goes as I decided to keep it because of the inexpensive price and what seemed to be adequate quality and design of the vest. So this past weekend, I went into the hunting closet just to kind of straighten some things up and noticed my new turkey hunting vest sitting there. And I decided at the time that I should go ahead and move my turkey hunting gear into the new vest and make note of what I like and don't like about it for you guys and give you a product review in case some of you guys are looking for a new turkey vest yourself. So here are my thoughts and opinions, both good and bad, about the Alps Outdoors Long Spur Turkey Vest. First, I want to read the product description and the specs for you guys from the Alps Outdoors website. Alps Outdoors Long Spur Turkey Vest features versatile hunting vest system, removable shoulder harness with large game bag, removable padded waist belt with zippered pockets, removable protective diaphragm call pocket, fully adjustable with multiple webbing strap options, easily removable lumbar pack for run and gun style hunts. Two removable chest pockets include protective and silent box call pocket, two slate call pockets, five shell loops, two mesh mouth call pockets, and locator call pockets. The specs, so the pattern options for the vest, are just one, Mossy Oak Obsession. The weight of the vest is three pounds and three ounces per the website. I'm gonna talk about that in just a second. And the lumbar pack capacity is 500 cubic inches. Okay, so I want to speak to the things that are important to me in a vest as I'm going through and doing this review. And I'm going to try to be as thorough as I possibly can be. So right now I want to speak of the weight of this vest since that is extremely important to me and 
likely very important to many of you guys. So the website says that the vest, when it's empty, is three pounds and three ounces. Now, when I weighed it on my kitchen scale, it weighed three pounds and seven ounces. Now, I'm not going to tell you that my kitchen scale is the measure by which all scales in this world should be judged or calibrated by. But I'm just telling you what I have found. Whether it's three pounds, three ounces, or three pounds and seven ounces, it's not a huge difference. It's four ounces. But when you add in my five pounds and three ounces of turkey hunting gear, that puts me at about eight and a half to nine pounds on my back. That's a bit heavier than I want. So as far as the requirement of being lightweight for my next turkey vest, well, this one doesn't score real well. I'm giving it a 5 out of 10 in how lightweight it is. I think one of the reasons why the vest is not so lightweight is for the next feature that I'm going to talk about of this vest, and that is comfort. So I'm actually going to talk about fit and comfort. Now, with strap after strap, after strap on this vest. The fit is totally adjustable. I am about five feet, nine inches tall and 155 pounds. And the one size fits most size of this vest easily adjust to fit me. But I can also see how it'll fit someone that's much taller and heavier than I am. I can see the vest probably fitting someone a foot taller or even a foot shorter than I am. So in fit, I think I have to give the long spur a 9 out of 10, given the fact that it is completely adjustable in size. Now on comfort, remember I talked about the weight of this vest. So with all the padding on the straps and the padding around the waist belt of the vest, it is very comfortable. As I mentioned earlier, my only complaint about comfort with this vest is the game pouch pocket rides up to the back of my neck and the base of my skull when I'm sitting down. And this could be correctable with some strap adjustments, but I have my doubts about that as the location of the game pouch pocket is in an area of my back where it will be pushed up onto my neck by the tree that I'm leaning against when I sit down on a turkey. Again though, it's not a deal breaker for me and as I mentioned, I'm very OCD about the comfort of my clothing. One final aspect of comfort that is huge for me is how hot is this vest going to be in mid to late season in Alabama. I chose this vest because of its minimalistic design. It looks like it will be cooler to wear because of that fact. However, the same feature that makes this vest comfortable is one that is going to make it hotter than it needs to be and make it heavier than it needs to be. And that is the padding in this vest. To me, I think the padding on the waistband of the lumbar pack, when I say lumbar pack, think fanny pack because it's a belt with pockets on the side and a pouch on the back of it. The back pouch is removable, but that belt that goes around the waist is detachable from the rest of the vest, and it can be worn by itself. So think fanny pack. Like I was saying, the padding on the waistband of that lumbar belt is not needed. These pads are probably a half inch thick. Now I have no way of knowing how much insulation that adds to hold in heat, 
but I know I don't want to ever wear a half inch thick foam belt on 90% of the spring days in Alabama. So for comfort, I have to rate this vest a 7 out of 10. It is extremely comfortable to wear, not as comfortable to sit in, and I have a feeling it's going to have several hot spots on those bright, sunny spring days. Next, I want to speak about how well made this vest is. The fabric seems to be pretty tough, and it appears that it may hold up to briars and maybe the occasional brush up against a barbed wire fence. None of the pockets in the vest appear to be waterproof. I would prefer several waterproof pockets over a padded waistband personally. If it came to an exchange of, hey, we didn't put waterproof pockets in this vest because we were afraid it was going to add to the weight. Well, take out the padding around the waistband and put waterproofing inside the pockets of this vest so that our calls and our gear don't get wet on those rainy days. The stitching in this vest seems very tight and all the ends of the fabric are covered with a heavier nylon type of fabric and all the stitching goes through both sides of that nylon piping. Everywhere the nylon adjustable straps are fastened to the vest, there is a very tight double stitching through the nylon webbing and the fabric in the vest. Overall, this vest looks to be very well made. And having said that, I'm giving it a 9 out of 10 on my initial look. Now I'm going to stop there because I'm a tough grader. A 10 out of 10 is going to be nearly impossible to get out of me. So a 9 out of 10 is pretty dang good. Okay, next I want to talk about the function and features of the vest, starting with the straps and buckles on the front of the vest. So the vest has three nylon web straps. Each of those are three quarters of an inch wide. Each of those straps has plastic buckles on the front to secure the left and right sides of the vest together. Now there's also a nylon web strap with plastic buckles below the three chest straps and buckles that is used to secure the lumbar pack to you. That strap is an inch and a half wide, which will help to make that lumbar pack more comfortable to wear by itself. Again, this vest is modular and it can be stripped down to the bare minimum of the game pouch and the padded straps that hold onto your chest and shoulders. I'm not sure why someone would want to strip it down that far, but I guess there could be a need at some point. Now because this vest strips down to just a basic game pouch, it is totally customizable using parts that come with the vest. And I really hope that Alps will see the benefit in manufacturing some aftermarket pieces that can be used to adapt the vest into even more configurations. Now of the two chest pouches, the one for the box call is on the right hand side of the vest if you're wearing it. The one for the two pot calls is on the left hand side of the vest as you're wearing it. I would like to see Alps come out with an additional chest pouch to replace the box call pouch on the right side of the vest that contains two more pot call pockets instead of a box call pocket. And vice versa. I'd like to see another left side of the vest chest pocket that has room for another box call and no pot calls or maybe a box call and one pot call. I think that Alps Outdoors would be smart to make pouches that might fit predator calls so that this vest could be used for predator hunting or 
that we might use for deer hunting or dove hunting. There really is no limit as to what could be done, what could be configured, what could be created with this vest, given the fact that it's modular. And I'd really like to see Alps do something outstanding with that opportunity. The versatility of this vest scores big points with me. But until Alps produces some aftermarket add-ons or substitutes to the pouches that come on the vest already, we're simply limited to either keep the pouch that's on the vest on the vest or take it off the vest. Now the very thing that I like about the vest also causes an issue that I don't like. The ability to leave parts off the vest that aren't needed is great, but the one sacrifice in having that flexibility is that there are a lot of straps and a lot of buckles on this vest. 18 of them, 18 buckles by my count. With that many buckles and straps, I see four potential issues. Number one is that that's just more moving parts that can and will break at some point. Those buckles will break at some point. They've broken off of the vest that I have now. Number two is that 18 buckles is just more plastic parts to bump or rub up against a shouldered shotgun or anything else that's being carried, thus making more noise as we walk through the woods. Number three is that all those straps and buckles can be a bit confusing to put back together if you do happen to decide to take it completely apart, leaving just the game bag and the backpack straps. And number four, the straps can get all twisted when putting the vest on or taking the vest off. Now, if you add several zippers to the mix, I can see how this vest has the potential to be very loud in the woods. However, I believe that a few pieces of moleskin on the buckles can remedy any clanking or clicking noise issues that could be made. Alright, so let's talk a little about the features of this vest now. And I'm going to describe these features going from my left around my back to my right as if I'm wearing the vest. And you're going to hear some shuffling around and some zippers opening and closing because I'm going to talk to you as I'm going through the pockets in this vest. Okay, so the first thing that I notice here on the vest on the left side is that there is a plastic diaphragm call holder that I think you could easily fit four or five diaphragm calls into and it has a locking lid on it and it has a clip on the back of the call case that clips onto the vest. So that would be a convenient way for you to store and keep your diaphragm calls handy. The only issue that I see with this is well, it's a little close to the top of the vest. And for those of us who have eyeballs that don't see well up close, then that might be a little bit of a problem, making sure that you identify the right diaphragm call before you get it out of the case and put it in your mouth and honk like a goose. Just below that plastic case on the left-hand strap on this vest is a nifty little contraption that actually slides one of your chest straps with buckle on it up and down the vest so that when you buckle the straps on the front of the vest to keep the vest secure against your body so that the left side of the vest is not flopping around and the right side of the vest are not flopping independently you can buckle those two sides together 
that adjustment can be made for height so that that strap is the very top strap on that vest is not riding up to your throat and is a little bit further down your chest and also I could see a benefit there if you have buttons on your shirt that the buttons on the shirt do not hit this buckle and get snagged on them or make any noise a plastic on plastic sound as you can hear so I do like that feature of the strap being adjustable to where you can slide that up and down the left and right shoulder straps of this vest okay so next is one of the removable pouches this removable pouch is the one that holds the two pot calls and it is insulated which is great it's padded so that we have some protection for our glass calls so that we don't break those when we're crawling around in the rocks and the sticks and the mud having the two pot call holders is extremely nice and the fact that they're padded is even better now that's on the front of this left side pouch just behind those two pouches for your pot calls is a zipper that leads to a very deep pocket now this pocket is about 10 inches tall four inches wide and probably two inches deep and in this pocket this is where the two diaphragm call pouches are that you can put your diaphragm calls into as well as your locator call holder to hold your locator calls and in this pocket is a mesh pouch that will hold your cell phone and apparently you can still use the cell phone inside that pouch that mesh pouch I haven't tried that yet but apparently you can do that so that's a nice little feature there and then down at the center in the bottom of this pocket is just some storage there's no other compartments or anything else in this pocket now from here zip that pocket back up here so from here we're going to move from the front of the vest the shoulder strap of the vest to the lumbar belt and on the side of the lumbar belt this is the left side there is a zippered pocket here and i actually in this pocket i have my thermosil butane cartridges and the refill pads are in that pocket so there's not much in there but I could see where you could put some more calls in that pocket. That pocket's about six inches wide, four inches long, and probably an inch, maybe an inch and a half deep. This pocket is not padded on the outside of the belt. It is padded on the inside of the belt by the padding that I mentioned earlier that I feel like is unnecessary. So I don't know that you would want to put anything in that pocket that's breakable necessarily, but it is on your left side, so that may not be an issue for you. Okay, as we move on around the belt of this vest, we now are at what they're calling the lumbar pack. Again, I say just think of a fanny pack, and that's basically what this is. You know, fanny packs are supposed to be back in style, but... I don't know that I'm going to be wearing one outside of the woods anytime soon. Just like I'm not so sure that the Merce is fashionable either. So, in the lumbar pack, there is a nice little padded pocket on the side of the lumbar pack that has a hook and loop 
closure system. Now, I'm not 100% sure about what you might put in that pocket, but you know, I think you could put a GPS in there or I've tried to put my thermocell in it. My thermocell is too tall to fit in that pocket and stay in that pocket. So I don't know what I'm gonna end up putting in there, but I'll figure that out over time. Now moving to the center of the lumbar pack is the largest pocket on this vest. And this pocket is approximately eight inches tall, 11 inches wide, and three inches deep. In this pocket is another zippered pocket where you could put some more items that you needed to keep separate from just being loose inside the big cargo pocket. So that's pretty convenient to have. Although I'm going to just go out on a limb and say that if you wanted to access that zippered pocket, you probably are going to have to take the vest off. So that could be a great place to put your licenses or your tags inside that zippered pocket so that they're inside a zippered pocket inside of the zippered cargo pack in the vest. And I think you'd have a hard time losing those unless you just really tried to. So inside my cargo pocket, I have essential tool number one, toilet paper. And I also have my decoy in there. Now this is not a hard body decoy. Again, this pouch is only 11 inches wide. So you're gonna have a hard time getting any kind of a decoy in there. Mine's actually collapsible. It folds up like an accordion and just slips right in there. So it works well for me. Now on the back side of the large cargo pocket is another zippered pocket. And in this one right now, I have my locator calls that I use very randomly and very seldom. And I also have my thermocell in that pouch, in that pocket. Now this cargo pocket actually can be cinched down and made smaller in size and made so that the contents in these pockets, these large cargo pockets, do not rattle around. And it can be done that way through two three-quarter inch straps, nylon straps, with buckles. And you just cinch them down and it compresses the size of the cargo pocket and helps to keep all that stuff in the cargo pocket snug and secure. Now coming around the lumbar pack here to the other side, I'm on the right hand side of the lumbar pack now. There is a water bottle holder. Now in that water bottle holder you hear a turkey walking in the leaves. Or you hear turkey just flew down. I have my Preston Pittman flap and scratch call shoved in that water bottle pocket. Now I don't know that it's going to stay there, but that's where I've got it for now. Next, I want to actually move you up the back of the vest to what I have been telling you is one cause of discomfort with this vest, and that is the game bag pouch. Now the game bag pouch is up between your shoulder blades on this vest, on the back, and it is 
about eight inches wide and about six inches tall and probably about an inch or an inch and a half deep. Now the game bag itself can be removed from the game bag pouch and that may keep that part of the vest from riding up on you when you sit down. I do not know. But if you do that, you're going to have to tote all of your turkeys out by hand and you won't be able to put them in the pouch and carry them out of the woods in the game pouch like that on your back. Now moving back down to the bottom of the vest here, actually it's the lumbar belt. We're coming around the right side now and on the right side is another zippered pocket that is just the same size, same shape, same everything as the one on the opposite side of the vest. So there's an identical pocket there. It has no additional dividers in it or anything. It's just a pocket where you're going to throw stuff and have to dig in order to find exactly what you need out of it. Coming around even further on the right hand side of the vest is another pouch. And this pouch is one that has the box call pocket on the front of it. And the box call pocket's very nice. It has a hook and loop closure system to close the pocket. It has a cinch on the front of the pocket to where you can cinch the box call down and keep it from sliding around inside the pocket. Although I don't see that happening very often. The lid of the box call slides into one compartment inside the pocket and the box part of the box call slides into a separate compartment of the box call pocket, keeping your box call completely silent. Now, I like that except for two things. Number one, I've got my old Lynch box call in that pocket right now, and I had to undo the rubber bands from the call. Hey, that's not the end of the world, but it's something else that you have to do in order to put a call up. We should be able to put our calls up as easily as possible and be as mobile as possible as well. The other thing that I don't like about that designer setup is that the chalk on the lid of our box call is getting rubbed off onto the divider of that box call pocket. So I can see what likely is going to happen is that every time I want to use my box call, I'm going to have to pull out my box call and my chalk and re-chalk the lid of the call in order to get it to play correctly. That's probably not a bad idea anyway, but I don't want to have to do that all the time. But we're gonna make a sacrifice here. You're gonna sacrifice having to chalk your call more than you want to in order to get a silent box call pocket or not using as much chalk and having your box call squawk all the time while you're walking. Okay, so the box call compartment is in the front of the right-hand pouch on the vest. Behind that is a zipper that unzips a pocket that is identical to the pocket on the left-hand side behind the pot calls. So the dimensions are going to be identical to that. Inside this pocket are three pieces of elastic that are designed to hold your strikers for your pot calls. Directly on the opposite side of the pocket from that are five elastic loops for shotgun shells. And just below the shotgun shells is a small mesh pocket that I have put my box call chalk and sandpaper in. Now just 
hanging out loose down in the bottom of this pocket. I have some more box call chalk. I have my safety whistle and I have my rubber bands and a little piece of string as well. And my pen is in that pocket. Now moving up the right hand chest strap, there is a place where we could actually move the plastic diaphragm call case holder from the left hand side of the vest to the right hand side of the vest and put on that chest strap on the right hand side. Now one little minor thing I'm not real crazy about with this setup is I do like the fact that that rear lumbar pack is removable. So I could remove just that pack off of the back of the vest. But if I do that, I'm removing my water bottle holder. So now where am I going to put my bottled water? And you may have noticed one other thing as I was describing the features of this lumbar pack. And that is that there is no cushion. Yes, I'm mentioning it again because yes, that could be a problem. Now, I give the function and features of this vest a 7 out of 10, as I do like the modular concept, but not the lack of add-ons or substitutes that are available right now. I like the separate padded pot call pouches, but not the lack of padding in the box call pouch, or the lack of waterproof pot call pouches and box call pouches. All right, this vest can hold the majority of your turkey hunting gear pretty easily, but it does lack some ability to organize your items inside the deep pouches that are on the front of the vest. I don't like the fact that there is no butt cushion for us turkey hunters who lack natural padding on our rear ends. A cushion is a simple add-on to this style vest, but adding a cushion would be more weight and now I think you're getting the weight of this vest by adding a cushion closer to five pounds. Empty. Now the final thing that I want to touch on about this vest is the look. Obviously I was joking earlier about looks when I started the show, but even though it doesn't matter what the vest looks like to turkeys, this is a good looking turkey hunting vest. It's in mossy oak obsession camo pattern. It's got all natural colored accents like straps, buckles, piping, etc. The one negative I see with the looks of this vest is that Alps Outdoors was kind enough to put their bright orange, almost red logo on the back of the vest and the back of the lumbar pack. Even though the logo is embroidered on the back of the vest and the lumbar pack and likely will never be seen by a turkey, it is not safe in my opinion. Alps probably doesn't remember the 1990s when a couple of New England states made it mandatory for us turkey hunters to wear hunter's orange when we moved during a turkey hunt. Now those laws were quickly changed because the number of turkey hunting accidents actually increased during that time because hunters were mistaking the bright orange that other hunters were required to wear by law when moving from point A to point B they were mistaking that for a turkey's head and shooting at the hunter wearing orange. Alps is putting us in the woods wearing their product with a color on it that can and has been mistaken for the head of the animal that we're hunting. Now, I'll be fixing that issue on my vest with a black permanent marker. Speaking of black permanent marker, 
I think I'm also going to take that same marker and number both the male and female ends of the plastic buckles used to connect the modules of this vest to the main body harness. The vest is going to be pretty simple to put back together if you were to take it completely apart, but why make it any harder for myself if I choose to take it apart when I can have those buckles numbered male number one, female number one, male number two, female number two, and I'll know which buckles connect together and I should be able to put the vest back together a lot easier. All right, so there's one more thing about this vest that we need to discuss, and I've already kind of mentioned it to you, and that is the pricing on this vest. Now, retail prices on this vest range from $79.99 at rogersportinggoods.com to $99.99 on the Alps Outdoors website. I found Amazon's all-in price of $85.87 to be about the best that's currently available. Of course, I really like the sales price that I bought the vest at of $38. Who knows if that'll ever be available again, but you never know. If you can make it through another season with the vest that you have and you want to try to buy another vest, I think as soon as turkey season ends around the 1st of June for everybody in the country, I think that is a good time to be in the market and actually pull the trigger on buying a new vest. All right, so we're going to summarize all of this now. My overall personal opinion or review of the Alps Outdoors Long Spur Turkey Hunting Vest is that it meets about six of my nine must-haves in a turkey vest. Because of that, I've got to give it an overall seven out of ten. And now, that's actually not bad, as I have to admit that I'm very critical of the tools that I use while turkey hunting. And I can tell you that there may never be a perfect 10 out of 10 on a physical product that I use while turkey hunting. So a 7 out of 10 overall is a pretty solid ranking in my book. Despite the deficiencies and missed opportunities to make this vest as close to a 10 as possible, I'll be keeping the vest and I'll be trying it out this spring. Now, after I use it in the field for a few weeks, I'm going to update my review on this product for you guys. Now, in the meantime, do me a favor this week. If you like this episode, use the share feature in your podcast player application to forward the link to this show via text message to several of your turkey hunting buddies. That would be a great help, and I much appreciate it. And with that said, thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. I know that you have choices. I appreciate you spending your time with us. I hope you have a wonderful week and... I look forward to seeing you again next week. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the Turkey Hunter podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please go on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. And make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe for free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews to help you have a more successful turkey season. And stay tuned for upcoming episodes on hunting afternoon birds, how to film your hunt, and the breeding cycle of hens, as well as some guest interviews. Thanks again for listening. We know your time is valuable, and we appreciate you sharing some of it with us. See you next week.